time for promotions here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show once again. And I will start with my daughter, as I always do. Very beautiful, just like her mother in Atlanta, Georgia. The best nail technician for your toes as well inside the 285 perimeter and or outside of the 285 perimeter once again in atlanta georgia jonesboro georgia to be specific nails by a money is the name of her business and the address is 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 302 Three, six. Keeping it all in the family here at the Props Fix Football Podcast Show. And next up is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is A-R-I-G as in GOAT, A-T-O-J-O-E-Y at SoundCloud.com. The missus has a bunch of businesses herself, and I will start with ShopNeolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is ShopNeolife.com forward slash my last name and the word health, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-L-T-A. You can hit her up at heavenlyhairbrand.com. And if you have any questions and you need some info about uh, heavenlyhairbrand.com, you can contact her at info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. Also, last but certainly not least, Forced Crafts and Custom Designs. And once again, that is two R's in our last name, F-O-R-R-E-S-T, Forced Crafts and custom designs there is a instagram page for heavenlyhairbrand.com and there is a youtube page or should i say a facebook page for forest crafts and custom designs last but certainly not least moi you're listening to them spotify for podcasters i'm on amazon uh radio or should i say amazon audio i am on iHeartRadio. i am on pandora I am on Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. You can also locate me on Twitter, Prophets underscore Picks. I'm on YouTube as well, the Prophets Picks 2019. That is the year that the podcast show started. And the Prophets Picks at gmail.com is the email address. Hit me up sometime. Check me out. I am literally everywhere. Facebook as well. Coming up next, another edition of the Prophet's Picks football podcast show. Hope you enjoy it. Listen to the end. Time once again for the Prophet's Picks Perspective. It is a Friday, so if it's Friday, then you know what that means. And that is the Prophet's Picks Perspective. And I hope everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful Friday afternoon up until this point. And um, was supposed to have a guest on the show um and they were just simply going to listen in but nevertheless didn't work out hopefully uh in the future i can have um that individual on and they can listen to the show while i record it live and uh that individual is a co-worker that goes by the name of drea so drea 
shouts out to you. Uh, happy Friday. And I hope and pray you have an amazing weekend. Hope and pray that all of my coworkers uh, have an amazing weekend. This is the lunch hour here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. And it is approximately 2.18 p.m. over in Drea's time zone. Uh, 2.18 uh, Atlantic Division, uh, should I say Atlantic Daylight Time, Eastern Daylight Time, 1.18 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Uh, 12 18 p.m. daylight uh what is that mountain m mountain daylight time and it is still morning on the west coast uh good afternoon to the mountain central and eastern daylight time zones and it is still morning 11 18 a.m pacific daylight time good morning good morning alaska 10 02 a.m Alaskan time and last but certainly not least my favorite and I do have family that actually lives over in this part of the world and that is Hawaii Aloha Waikiki Maui Pearl Harbor Islands and of course the capital Honolulu Aloha 80 not 802 listen to me 819 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time and as promised, as promised, on the Prophet's Picks perspective this Friday afternoon, and of course, depending on which time zone you're in, Friday morning, um, I am going to do part two of 2023 NFL schedule. So the Prophet's Picks perspective on today, and I have to make sure I bring out my spreadsheet after work so I can check this show off as completed um so once again uh, the prophet's picks perspective on this friday afternoon may the 19th 2023 is 2023 nfl schedule part dua or part do or part dos or part two for those of you that just speak english a thousand percent of the time ever so expediently racing towards the bottom of the 1 p.m. hour on this beautiful by the way Friday afternoon very high uh, heat right now here in Houston as I have forestated a few times before and what I have forestated a few times before on previous podcast shows is as recently as yesterday, I, I talked about this. We literally went from here in Houston, winter to summer. There was no spring. Yeah, we had the pollen. Yeah, we had the allergies. Of course, I did. I definitely did as well. Um, But there was literally no season of spring here and if there was i want to know what it was because we literally went from winter to summer and uh it was 90 yesterday really hot uh it's going to be really hot again today and i'm expecting it to be scorching all summer long i'm pretty sure the kids are excited my 12 year old my 12 year old is excited this little joker 12 year old joker is literally counting down the days and um 
I want to start this Prophet's Picks perspective by giving this disclaimer before I even start talking about the second part of the NFL schedule. All 32 NFL fans, it doesn't matter who you are a fan of. Last week's show on YouTube and this week's show, the show that I'm recording right now, do not be offended in what I say about your team. I am not saying what I am saying to intentionally or unintentionally offend anybody. I want to give that that disclaimer before I even start running my mouth. I'm not saying any words whatsoever, not just last week's schedule show, not just this week's schedule show for YouTube, but I directly relate this to any podcast show I record ever. I do not unintentionally or intentionally mean to offend any NFL franchise or any fans of any particular NFL team. I want to give that disclaimer. And I probably should start every show out with giving that disclaimer moving forward. Something that I didn't really think about until earlier this morning um, because I knew I was going to do this show. Um, if the Lord allowed me to, in which the Lord has allowed me to, um, during my lunch hour here at the Providence Picks Football Podcast Studios, forward slash media centers here in the city of Houston, the beautiful city of Houston. Once again, it is a beautiful day. I don't have a lot of time. Uh, in all honesty, technically, I got about 20 minutes and I have a lot of material from the NFL schedule that I want to go over in this show. And uh, this is basically all of the data that I was not able to go over in last week's show. Um, there was there were there were so many things I wanted to cover concerning the schedule release um, on last week and. If you listened to that show last week, great. If you didn't, why have you not yet listened to it? Please take the time out right now to go and listen to that show so that you can come back to this show and get part two. And the bottom line is I'm going to end this show saying exactly what I said last week. I'm going to have the same response. So stop listening to this show right now. Go and listen to the first show because you can't listen to part two without listening to part one. I mean, you're going to be out of order and you're going to be confused. So stop right now. Listen to part one first. The Prophets Picks 2019 is the YouTube handle. Go and listen to that show. And then after you listen to that show, come back and listen to this one. And then uh, you will have a clearer understanding on what I was talking about with last week's show and why I talked about what I talked about. And uh, once again, that YouTube handle is the Prophets Picks 2019 for YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. If I am, just look me up on Google or go to YouTube and uh, type in the Prophets Picks. And, uh, my show should come up. 
I have enough shows on there by now where it should just I should just basically come up. Um, all right. Now I have even less time to talk about everything that I wanted to talk about as I am already 10 minutes in. So I want to start off by explaining how the NFL works with the televised games um, and how the NFL has worked basically since this guy came up with an idea. And this is very important. So I hope you're listening. Ears are perked up. This is for those of you out there who have ideas and don't know how to go through with those ideas or don't know how to pursue that bright idea that God gave you. First and foremost, don't share that idea with everybody. Everybody does not have your best intentions at heart. That's the first thing. Second of all, research it. There are too many tools out there nowadays for us to use to research an idea, an epiphany and or witty invention that God gives us for us not to be successful at it and be able to become a millionaire and or a billionaire off of that idea and retire from it and be your own boss. And this directly relates to the man that had the idea at Fox I'm going to exclusively have NFL games on Sundays on Fox. And this was way back in the day. Early to mid 90s. The owner of Fox, one of the owners of Fox. And look at what the NFL has become today. Every three years, the NFL rotates the Super Bowl between three networks as NBC CBS and CBS was one of the original broadcasters of all NFL games no matter if it was NFC or AFC and of course that third station is the guy that had the great idea so many years ago and that is Fox so NBC CBS and Fox rotates the Super Bowl every three years and this year the Super Bowl will be on CBS we all know this past February the Super Bowl was on Fox and we all know that the Super Bowl between the Rams and the Bengals was on NBC so next year the Super Bowl will be on Fox in February 2024 February of 2025 the Super Bowl will be on NBC another thing I noticed is the graphics changes the statistical graphics, the graphics that you see on your television when you're watching these games, the updated banner for the scores, um, the actual score banner that keeps track of the score, all of these digital statistical uh, images that you see on your television screen while you're watching an NFL game they're updated every three years and when a network is chosen or should I say God help me how do I say this I don't have a lot of time but whenever an NFL uh, whenever an NFL Super Bowl is going to that particular network that year you will notice the graphics 
changes on that particular network. Perfect example, when the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers were in the Super Bowl in Miami Gardens, Florida a few years ago, Fox changed all of their graphics, their visual video graphics, right? They changed them and they changed them specifically for the Super Bowl. And those graphics changed on over into the next regular season the following year. And we all know CBS had the Super Bowl the following year and we watched the Buccaneers and Tom Brady destroy the Kansas City Chiefs and Tampa Bay, Florida. That was still during the pandemic year. So that's another thing that the NFL does. Now, the reason I wanted to start the show off with this is because I'm pretty sure everybody has been paying attention to the future. If you don't have discernment or common sense or spiritual common sense, you've missed this. And I'm, t- and I'm not saying that to be offensive or degrade anyone or demean anyone. The reason I am saying that is because if you've been paying attention, the NFL is not just on CBS and Fox, right? It's on NBC. NBC exclusively have the rights for Sunday Night Football. And this is something that I've mentioned before uh, multiple times in multiple podcast shows over the years. I love the NFL on uh, NBC for Sunday Night Football. That is literally the premier night for me in the NFL. The only bad part about that is normally the games last a little bit later than I would like them to because they start late and I got to go to work on Monday morning. So I'm not always able to see the ending of a game as it's being played out live on live broadcast television. So that's the only downside to that. However, traditionally in the NFL, Fox has covered NFC games and CBS has covered the American football conference games, the AFC games. Now, back in the day, Pete Rozelle, the original commissioner for the NFL, his vision was to unite the AFC, which back then was the American Football League, with the NFL. And I'm giving you a little bit of history here, a little bit of background on building a foundation for this Prophets Picks Perspective show. And back in the day, the AFL was the Chargers. The AFL was, um, it was not the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins was a part of the NFL. Um, the AFL um, was not the Baltimore Colts, who we now know as the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Baltimore Colts was a part of the NFL back then. That's how the Jets and the Colts played against each other in Super Bowl three. Uh, the Jets were a part of the AFL. Um, there were a lot of other teams that was a part of the AFL. Kansas City Chiefs were part of the AFL as well. So the AFL felt that they could beat the NFL and they felt that they were better than the NFL. So Pete Rosell said, okay, we're going to stop all of the battles. We're going to stop all of the wars in the newspapers, of course, back then in radio. Television really was not that big back then in the early 60s to mid 60s. And Pete Rosell says, okay, we're going to have a world championship. This is how we're going to settle this. And hence, Super Bowl. One, two, three, four, all the way up into this past Super Bowl that just has been played, Super Bowl 57, AFL, essentially the AFC, 
Kansas City Chiefs winning against the NFL, the NFC, Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles were a part of the original NFL as well. And long story short, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the AFL right now is the most talented conference, especially at the quarterback position, than the NFC, the NFL. And the AFL is the AFC, and it's a part of the NFL. And right now, Pete Rozelle's dream is alive and kicking. You got parity. You got the Super Bowl. And right now, all of the owners from the AFL, back in those days that said they were better than the NFL, they're right right now. And all of those that have died and passed away, God rest your souls. So I noticed that over the last few years, the NFL has broke has broken away from having AFC games on CBS and NFC games exclusively on Fox. Especially the last couple of seasons, I noticed I'm like, man, wow, uh, Falcons and Saints are going to be on CBS. This is freaking awesome. And the reason why is because one of my favorite uh, NFL broadcasters, um, not color analysts. Color analysts are guys that used to either play college football or used to play in the NFL. Those are the color analysts, but excuse me, or used to coach in the NFL. But my favorite analyst is Jim Nance. And I'll argue above him, Ian Eagle, the verbiage that he uses, the excitement in his voice is just absolutely uncomparable. He uses the perfect excitement words at the right time. And his son is now broadcasting NFL games. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about this. For example, uh, Ian Eagle, he will say, Oh my God, touchdown Tariq Hill. How did he do it? How did it happen? Absolutely unexpected. The, the way that he... Uh, explains what's happening in a play. It's just you you will stop washing clothes, you'll stop cooking dinner, you'll stop washing dishes, you'll stop ironing your clothes when you hear his voice and his his voice is like a gravity uh, gravitational pull and it just draws you away from what you're doing and you're like, oh my god, what, what was that? What happened? That's what his voice is like. Now, again, not trying to offend Jim Nance or anybody else, but for me, Ian Eagle, he is the man right now. And he's, him and uh, Davis or whoever CBS partners with Ian Eagle. Um, <laughs> and again, his son sounds just like him. And I didn't even know he had a son until last season. But getting back on track here, um, CBS exclusively handles the AFC. So even though the NFL was going to try to get away from that, um, traditionally, um, the NFC games are on Fox, I noticed, for this year's schedule. And the majority of the AFC games are back on uh, CBS, the majority of the AFC games. Um, but back then, back in the day, it was just the NBC, or the NBC, it was just NBC, ESPN, and ABC 
were getting leftovers to premier primetime games. And once again, the last couple of years, you know, NFC has been on CBS. uh, AFC games have been exclusively on on Fox, which is pretty freaking awesome, especially with the new graphics video wise that um, Fox has had uh, since that Super Bowl back in Marmon Gardens between KC and SF. And um, this year, the NFL is returning to its tradition. This is what I've noticed. This is the first thing about the 2023 NFL schedule part two, Prophets Picks perspective. And uh, my perspective on this is I think it's pretty cool. Um, However, here's the thing. Nowadays, the following networks and streaming services are wanting some of that NFL cash pie. And the number one thing all networks seek in show business is not money. It's ratings. And that's where I feel a lot of people fall off at. They forget. It's not just about money. Of course, it's about money. The the uh, number one evil in the world right now is the love of money. The root of all evil and greed and envy is the love for money. And a lot of people are delusional because they don't realize right now that they are they're, they're being deceived by this. This is vanity by the devil. It really is. They think that they're doing the work of the Lord, but really they're delusional because they have become in love with money so much so that they've been deceived thinking that they're doing his will and they're really not. They're doing their own will and they're delusional. And that's the greatest trick the devil has ever had is vanity, making you believe you're doing right when actually you're doing his work and you're doing wrong. And ratings, ladies and gentlemen, is the number one thing that the NFL is getting. And everybody wants a part of that NFL cash pie. Everybody wants a part of that NFL cash cow. And if you don't have an NFL related game during the months of August, September, October, November and December, as well as the postseason, as I love to call it, the tournament in January, you're not getting any ratings. If you Google it, if you do your homework, if you look this stuff up, ratings on television networks and streaming services, they have to get creative. They have to come up with shows over the summer which normally this was not going on in past years, right? If you look it up, if you do your research, if you do your homework like I have, you will notice the highest rated games, or should I say the highest rated television shows, especially in primetime, is the NFL. And it's funny because I mess around with the missus about this all of the time. She's probably tuning me out when I'm telling her this, but it's absolute truth and it's absolute fact. It's not Dateline on NBC. It's not uh, snapped. Okay, it's not none of that. Those are not the highest rated shows in prime time. Okay, it's not 2020. That's not the highest rated show. The highest rated show on NBC in prime time is the Super Bowl when NBC has it and the NFL, whether you like it or not. And I'm happy that I am a football fan because if I wasn't, What would I be watching? What would I be doing during the months of the holidays and when Daylight Savings Time kicks in again and all of that? But getting back on track with the show because I'm running out of time here. The NFL is now on ESPN ABC. We all know that that's owned by Disney along with Marvel. 
Studios, MCU. The NFL is on NBC, traditionally CBS and Fox and NBC. But it's also on ESPN and ABC, Monday Night Football, Monday Night Football Doubleheaders. I talked about that in the 2023 NFL schedule part one. Profits Picks Perspective YouTube weekly upload last Friday. The NFL last as of last season has been on Prime Video, Amazon. That's a streaming service. Thursday Night Football in past years has been on the NFL Network, so you actually have to subscribe to NFL Network, whoever your uh, your cable provider is, whether that was uh, AT&T or uh, DirecTV or Dish Network. But now it's on Prime. Thursday Night Football, Amazon Prime, Jeff Bezos. As a matter of fact, the owner of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, he's in the process of getting ready to purchase an NFL team. Not the commanders. That didn't work out. He got rejected. But he's going to get one of these NFL teams pretty soon. So be looking out for that as well. This year, the NFL is going to be on YouTube television. As well as Peacock. Amazon Prime, Peacock are streaming television apps. This is the future. So if you're not privy to change, you're not privy to keeping up with what's going on and what's trending and innovation... You're going to get left behind. You're going to miss your favorite sport, and that is the NFL. Oh, by the way, NBC owns Peacock as well. So as much as the networks are looking for ratings, I guess it does always go back to the root of all evil is the love of money. Not having money, there's a difference. It is the love for money. All right. The Prophet's Picks Perspective on today, Friday, May the 19th, uh, 2023, I will continue with my next perspective, and it is this, and I'm pretty sure this is going to make the New York Giants fans happy, Chris Sims as well, from Chris Sims on Button and Pro Football Talk on Peacock, speaking of Peacock and NBC Sports, and why do the New York Football Giants play on the road seven times in their first 10 games this season. Why did the NFL schedulers do this to the Giants? Isn't the NFL better when the Giants are a winning franchise? That's my question. And my perspective. And again, it's my perspective. You don't have to agree with it. However, if you don't agree with it, you can always email me at theprofitspicks at gmail.com And I will be more than happy to email you back. I'll be more than happy to um, debate this with you on a podcast show in the future. There's not a lot going on in the summer, especially around the first weekend of July and the last week of June. Not much going on in the NFL unless somebody does something absolutely and totally crazy and dumb. And a lot of the times, it's more so the players that do that than the owners. Players are seen and caught quicker than owners because owners just are billionaires. And again, root of all evil, the love of money, they have power and they can cover stuff up. And they have in past years, but it eventually gets out. But nevertheless, getting back on track here, I don't think it's fair to the New York football giants. My second perspective this Friday, May the 19th. I don't think it's fair that the Giants have seven games on the road in their first 10. Now, 
there are a lot of NFL franchises that have very difficult schedules. The Eagles, rightfully so, have a very difficult schedule going into the 2023 NFL season. And um, the defending NFC champs, we all know that they, quite frankly, easily made it to the postseason. And they had a 14-3 record, right? We all know that their best players was Hassan Reddick and uh, A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. Just notable guys. We know that they have others like Jason Kelsey and Brandon Graham. But, I mean, the Eagles have the Patriots week one in that famous 425 window on CBS. They have... The Eagles Amazon Prime Video Thursday night week two week three Buccaneers Monday night football. Okay, and the reason why I say this is the most difficult schedule is because you're talking about having games in prime time a week after you have a late afternoon game another week you're having a prime time game and then you jump right back to that one o'clock window because the commanders suck for the most part. And you got to face them at one o'clock on your regular traditional network, which is Fox in week four, week five, the Rams at four oh five. It's going to be one oh five each Pacific daylight time, though. So that's going to kind of throw you off a bit. You got to go back on the road and you got to win on the road because you don't win on the road. You don't make it to the postseason. And if you don't win on the road in the regular season, if you have to play on the road in the postseason, how do you expect to win on the road in the postseason? And I'm just going to fly through this because, again, I'm running out of time and I have a lot of more points I want to get to as there will not be a part three of this, by the way. But the Eagles got the Jets after coming off of the road in Los Angeles the previous week. They're in East Rutherford, New Jersey, week seven, hosting the Dolphins on NBC Sunday Night Football week eight. At the Commanders, back in the normal 1 o'clock slot, because again, the Commanders suck. Week 9 versus the Dallas Cowboys in the 4 o'clock window with the Dallas Cowboys always been at 425, because even though they're geographically in the central of the country, more western than they are eastern, they've always been a part of the NFC East. Then the Eagles get a bye week, week 10. And then the Eagles, week 11, face the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, Missouri, the Red Sea. Monday Night Football, and then week 12, the Bills in that famous 425 afternoon window because it's Buffalo and it's Philly. And then an NFC Championship game rematch versus the 49ers at 425 Eastern Daylight Time. Week 14 at Dallas, week 15 uh, at Seattle. That Dallas game, by the way, is Sunday Night Football. Week 16, the G-Men. And I hate when the NFL do this, but or should I say does this, but that's 4:30 um, against the G-Men, and the reason I say I'm, I hate it when the NFL does this is because they're going to see the Giants twice in three weeks, week 16 and week 18, and of course that time is to be determined in week 18 because the NFL has to have that Sunday Night Football play-in game, and that's going to be the final game of the regular season. I did not forget week 17. That's New Year's Eve, December the 31st, one o'clock, hosting the Cardinals because the Cardinals sucked last year. That is a difficult schedule because you never know what a team in the NFC West is going to be each and every year. 
You have a Super Bowl rematch in prime time in the middle of the season. You got to face the Kansas City Chiefs nemesis in the Buffalo Bills. You got to face Aaron Rodgers in the Jets. Got to face the Patriots week one. That's a Super Bowl rematch for the Eagles as well. Um, You got to go up against your own division, which is always difficult. And Matthew Stafford and the Rams are going to be back. That's my perspective. They will be back. Buccaneers is not an, an, a hold is not an easy uh, rollover. Neither are the Minnesota Vikings. Though the Giants spelled them very well on Monday Night Football early in the season, last season. So I will argue that the Eagles have one of the most difficult schedules, if not the most difficult schedule. But they should have it. They went fourteen and three last year. They should have the most difficult schedule. My question is, why does the Giants have the most difficult schedule? Or should I say the second most difficult schedule? Because again, seven games on the road to start the season. Seven out of the first ten games on the road for the New York football Giants, for the G-Men. I just don't think that's right. I don't think it's fair. But NFL is not about being fair. It's about competition and crowning a champion at the end of the year. All right. My next perspective that I noticed last week that I didn't have time to get to, the Denver Broncos. They were trash last year, okay, except for their defense, except for the defense on Christmas Day. Anybody remembers the Christmas Day massacre of the Denver Broncos in Inglewood, California? Baker Mayfield and the Rams absolutely decimated the Broncos. The Broncos fell apart in live television on CBS on the sidelines. There were multiple fights. You had the defensive tackle yelling at Russell Wilson, just going off on Russell Wilson. And the Broncos was just straight sewer water. They were straight suey. They were trash last year. However, I discovered that television networks still wanted to have the Broncos in prime time this season. Even after they were trashed last year. And if not in prime time, they at least wanted them in that 425 window, which is 225 local time in Denver, Mountain Daylight Time. The reason why I'm mentioning this is because my perspective is, and I already gave it, Broncos were trashed last year. I believe they were 5-11. and 11. And the ratings for those games when the Broncos were in prime time, it was absolutely horrible. But then I realized the reason why Network still wanted the Denver Broncos in prime time this year is because Coach Sean McVay, Mr. Sean McVay. And if anybody can return the Denver Broncos back to their former glory, it is Sean Payton with the Russell Wilson or catch this, remember this show, Jarrett Stidham. Jared Stidham is an NFL quarterback. He has NFL talent and he has the propensity to start as a starting quarterback and a franchise quarterback in the NFL. And I believe he can get it done. It being Sean Payton's offense. So with that being said, because it's Mr. Sean Payton, the Denver Broncos did get primetime games. They got four of those suckers. Week six against their division rival, the Chiefs. Week 10 against 
an uh, interconference uh, rival with the Buffalo Bills. And when it's the Chiefs and the Bills, you're going to get ratings, right? Week 11 against the Minnesota Vikings. And then an AFC champion chip game rematch week 16 against the New England Patriots. Now, I don't know if it's going to be that type of a game. I don't know where the Broncos and the Patriots win-loss record will be by week 16. But I'm thinking the Patriots and the Broncos are going to be a little bit better than last year. And I think that's what all NFL networks or all networks and streaming services that stream NFL games, I think that's what they're betting on. They're betting on the Broncos with Sean Payton as the head coach being better than they were last year. If not, they would not have went for the Broncos in all these primetime games. All right. I literally have four minutes left. Next perspective. Talked about this last week. No matter if the Dallas Cowboys are great or if they suck, they're going to be in prime time. And I'm glad I gave the disclaimer at the beginning of the show. I do not personally need to see the Dallas Cowboys three times on Sunday Night Football. All right. And this goes back to last week's point that I wanted to make. Or should I say that I made in the perspective that I gave. And my perspective last week is the same as it is this week. And it will be the same going on all year for the rest of my life. All 32 teams can have at least one primetime game. Why not? It used to be the case for Thursday night football. All 32 teams was at least on Thursday night football once all year, no matter if they suck or they were good. Anybody remember the Broncos and the Jets a few years back? Both teams sucked, but they were both on Thursday night football. This was before Amazon Prime started streaming. But again, I don't need to see the Denver Broncos. Beg your pardon. Well, no, let me let me go back. The Denver Broncos. And I also don't need to see the Dallas Cowboys multiple times in prime time on Sunday night or Thursday night. Okay, I just don't need the same teams over and over again in prime time. Why am I picking on prime time? Because prime time is nationally televised games. No matter which part of the country you live in, you are going to get that nationally primetime game unless you don't have prime and fortunately for me I do and it's funny because I didn't remember that I had prime last year and the missus reminded me of it I was like oh yeah you did have prime so I was like yes you're the best and uh yeah that's what happened with that all right I'm literally out of time however I'm gonna squeeze in my final two points anybody remember last week When I told you the four teams that don't have primetime games are the Falcons, the Cardinals, the Colts, and the Texans, I wanted to go back to that. Not because I'm a Falcons fan and not because I've adopted the Houston Texans as one of my favorite teams because of C.J. Stroud and because of their head coach, uh, D'Amico Ryans, but this is the reason why. Even though the Falcons don't have any primetime games in this uh, 2023 season upcoming, My reasoning for them having these games, and I want you to hear me out, is this. No, not Desmond Ritter. I know Desmond Ritter is not a premier quarterback. And that's what everyone has to understand. This is what drives ratings. This is what drives money. This is what drives the NFL, the franchise quarterback. Okay? Desmond Ritter is not that guy. Not yet, at least. 
myself and the Falcons included, we're hoping that Desmond Ritter becomes that guy. But he's not. However, I think the NFL and all of the streaming services are going to regret not having the Texans and the Falcons in prime time this year. And the reason why is this. Offenses in the NFL. It's a quarterback driven league. But everybody loves offense. The NFL even changed the rules years ago in respect to the offenses in the NFL, right? Anybody remember this happening? They changed the rules. It wasn't just the Patriots, but it was the rules being changed because we want to see points scored. We love offense, right? That's what happened. Listen to this offense. Listen to the tools on this offense that the Texans and the Falcons have. First, I'm going to do the Falcons. Corderell Patterson. We already know who that guy is. If you don't look him up, pull him up on YouTube. He's a beast. Tyler Algiers for the Falcons at running back. Cal Pitts for the Falcons at tight end. He's going to be healthy. Janu Smith at tight end for the Falcons, formerly of the Titans, formerly of the New England Patriots as of last year. Drake London, your boy Drake at wide receiver. He was the first round draft pick for the Falcons last draft in April of 2022. This year's first round draft pick in Bijan Robinson, the running back in the first round by the Falcons. Patterson, Algiers, Robinson, Pitts, Smith, and London. If if Desmond Ritter can get the football distributed to these guys, this offense is going to at least score 24 points per game on average. And if the defense for the Falcons is better, they're going to be dramatically improved. Because normally, if you can score 21 points or more, you're going to at least get eight victories in an NFL season. This offense on paper with the names that I just gave you, the offense has the potential to be amazing, to do something amazing, to rival those past offenses for the Atlanta Falcons with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and company. And I'm hoping that the Falcons will have enough wins and this is another thing about the NFL schedule where they can get flexed in the prime time. All right, I'm out of time, but really quickly, Texans, same thing. NFL, why would you not schedule the Houston Texans at least one prime time game? The chances were Bryce Young or CJ Stroud was going to be the, one of the quarterbacks taken by the Houston Texans. The potential for the Falcons offense is going to be sneaky good to great. It's the same thing for the Texans. Why would you not want to see a six foot three, 220 pound quarterback that almost bounced the defending national champions on, on New Year's Eve in Georgia, but they fell short at quarterback for the Texans. His game is going to translate to the NFL. No offense to Desmond Ritter, but I would definitely want to see CJ Stroud with possibly, arguably even more intriguing weapons. We all know what Damian Pierce did for the Houston Texans last year. He's going to be in his second year and he's healthy. Wide receiver Tank Dell, the rookie draft pick this year. Nico Collins from last year. John Mechie III. He battled cancer and injuries as well. 
is basically going to be his rookie year. The former Cowboys, Dalton Schultz at tight end and Noah Brown. Oh, and let's not forget my boy Brevin Jordan from the Miami Hurricanes. We all know the Miami Hurricanes pumps out NFL tight ends, right? The Texans offense, possibly more explosive than my beloved Atlanta Falcons. Why, NFL schedulers, do you not have the Falcons and Texans at least in one primetime game? And the thing about it is the TV networks and the streaming services, I feel they will ultimately regret not having Atlanta or Houston in primetime this season. As the season unfolds, we don't know what these teams are going to be. Honestly, the other two teams that aren't in primetime, the Cardinals with um, Kyler Murray hopefully returning to his top-tier form from that knee injury, but we know normally it takes two years for any NFL athlete to return to their their regular form that they had, and sometimes they don't they don't return to that form after a knee injury. And then, of course, Richardson, the rookie quarterback from Indy. These offenses are going to be unpredictable, and the NFL schedulers may have missed out on some diamonds in a rough and golden nuggets more particularly with the Texans and the Atlanta Falcons offense this year the last perspective I want to make is I don't need to see the Green Bay Packers six times in prime time this year Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet right now we all know that no offense to Jordan Love but he didn't do anything last season he didn't I mean he looked great on that Sunday night football game against the Eagles coming in after there was just no miracle to be worked out by Aaron Rodgers and the Packers that Eagles defense was just dominant that was the only game Jordan Love got an opportunity to play in and he looked great but just like Stroud just like Ritter and Richardson and Bryce Young and Will Levis Jordan Love didn't do anything last year he played behind Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are in six primetime games this year six possibly even seven if Jordan Love ends up playing well, this has been the Prophets Picks perspective. And my overall perspective is this. It's almost impossible for NFL schedulers to um, please every single individual out there. It's impossible. All they can do is their best to schedule the best games. But at the end of the day, I think that they really missed out on diamonds in the rough and golden nuggets when you're talking about the Falcons offense what they could be what they can be and the Texans offense what they have the potential to be what they can end up being this has been the Prophets Picks perspective NFL schedule I completed this show after work because I ran out of time on the lunch hour everybody stay safe out there and coming up next, because it is after work hours, roster review shows continues. Phase two of the Prophets Picks off season. I'm going to talk to everyone out there about the New York Jets, and that's coming up in a few moments. Hang on and hang in there. One.